We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Basketball games yesterday in Lincoln. One was a victory early on. The women beat Drake 89-68. Sip, they are now 11-0 on the season. Notice that, something? What's go that? ahead. What? Notice something about Amy's team? What's that? A couple things. It's interesting. Every game, or it seems like when I look at the box score, she plays 10 players at least 10 minutes. She goes, she goes deep into that bench all the time. Because they play a very fast-paced style, and then what, what else? You, what else you noticing? The Lexus Mark Markowski yes. the last two yes. games. The last two games, she's got twenty rebounds combined, and last night she had fifteen points. I think she had seventeen the game before. Thirty-two points and twenty rebounds the last two games for Alexis Markowski of Lincoln Pius. That's right. So 89-68 victory over Drake, uh, Nebraska now 11 and 0, you're right. They are they, that now that's a team that's gelling. They have good chemistry. Yes. They're they're fun to watch because like you said they play defense, they rebound, they score, they have offensive sets, they make three-pointers. Their offense is inside outside. Well, they Amy have a plan, likes. Sip. Yeah. That's a team with a plan. I know what you're getting at. The women's team, Amy Williams has a plan with her team. They believe it. They execute it mm-hmm. and they win. Mm-hmm. They are eleven and zero. Congrats to them. Kudos to them. Thank you for what you're doing for this for this state That's, and this program. Yeah, I'm glad to hear you. On the other side, express gratitude. On the flip side, you have the men's program, who we knew entering the month of December had a very difficult stretch. We thought, okay, maybe you get two wins. If you're lucky, you get three. Most likely is probably zero, which is what they got. Because so far, well, of of the five game stretch, they went zero and five. Well, they played, we, yeah, December. There was a five game yeah, stretch yeah. we discussed of NC State, yeah. Indiana, Indiana, Michigan, Auburn, Auburn, and Kansas State. Zero and five. They got blasted in two of those games by Michigan and Auburn. Now they didn't get blasted against Kansas State, but K State didn't did not exactly play great basketball, right? I mean. Nebraska led this game by 10 in the early going, 25-15. They did. And then they what did the, the patented Nebraska thing of, of eight minutes of not scoring a basket. They trail by six at halftime. The fan base is just all up and, you know, they're just all out, out of sorts again. And Nebraska, they, they battle back. They have a 9-0 start to the second half. They take the lead, 36-33. You're feeling, okay, maybe this is the day. And then they get cold again. They started off hot in both halves. And then they suck the rest of the way. Yeah. Nebraska loses to Kansas State, who did not play great basketball, sixty-seven to fifty-eight. The same old story. Sip is his. This Nebraska five for twenty-eight on three-pointers. Fred Hoiberg said they changed stuff up during the break, the the week off they had with the COVID stuff, and obviously with finals going on last week. They didn't play any basketball since last Saturday and that, that route to Auburn they lost and obviously in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. They had time to try to recoup and change things up and sip. It was the same offense it always has been for Nebraska. 
for the most part. What what else? What what changed to you? Nothing. I mean, let, they are still five of twenty eight on threes. They missed eighteen straight threes. They were zero for eleven from the three point line in the second half. I mean, come on, they, come on. They now rank. Well, as of last night, they ranked as far as three point shooting accuracy goes. They rank 353rd nationally out of 358 teams. This is now Nebraska ranks 353rd nationally out of 358 teams. They're 12 games in. They've played good opponents, bad opponents, in-between opponents. This is who they are. Now, what do you do? Now, I might, if I were Fred... I might start demanding better shots, not step back threes all the time. A lot of step back threes, you notice, right? Yeah, just horrendous shot selection. When the shots stop falling, the shot selection gets worse for Nebraska. I don't understand, Fred, why he gives guys so much leeway. Casey Tominaga, I think, can take any shot he wants. He was two for ten from the three-point line. And he, and he made two early threes. That was it. Right. Then he missed all the rest of them. Ten straight. Three three of 13. He, he apparently has the green light because he can take any shot he wants at any time. And, and I think that's for most guys. Now, Verge, Alonzo Verge played well in this game. Um, and we have, to, we have to make sure you point out some positives. He had 21 points, very efficient, seven for 14. Now, he did have six turnovers, only five assists. He's not... But he's, you know, he's not the point guard. You know, he's not. He's the ball's still sticky in his hand and all that. But at least he's productive, right? That's about it. I, I as just, far as highlights for Nebraska, that's about it. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to say this as nicely as possible. Um, this team is just really unlikable. Uh, that wasn't very nice. <laughs> the way they operate, the way it you didn't really fulfill your goal. I know. <laughs> All right, but I go ahead. I could have been harsher than that. Yeah, yeah. It's just it, it's no. just a very difficult product to watch because it's not a team. Mm-hmm. Not really. Do you see any sign of a team or any chemistry not here? Ter- no, they don't have great chemistry. For for what we heard that they addressed things during the break, I I don't really know what they addressed because it looked like the same product. Now again, they had a good start. They're up by ten points, twenty five fifteen, and then. They missed some shots, and all of a sudden, maybe there's some panic in there. They'd start missing, they start taking bad shots. They don't fall either. Panic. And all of a sudden, your 10 point lead I don't know. is a six point deficit at halftime. Right. Fred thought they played their best basketball of the year, some of their best basketball of the year in the first 12 minutes, which I, I agree with. And he also. It's got to be more than that. He also pointed out, and he's, he's trying to emphasize positives right now, which is the smart thing for Fred to do, that they played hard last night. Effort wasn't an issue, okay. And the crowd was good. I mean, the crowd showed up. It was a good, it was a good turnout. I don't know what the what the final announced crowd was. They don't put it. It says fifteen thousand. See, I don't, they I don't just, believe that's they just correct, put the though. ticket total yep. on the box score. They yep. don't put. They don't give you the real attendance. But it looked pretty good. It was a good. It was a good crowd for 
a team that's struggling like this. A lot of groans, though, I noticed. And it's not exactly, in terms of um, atmosphere, it's not exactly Cameron Indoor. Well, the, um, the team has to provide right, that. Right, you you got to give – this this place we saw in the first year of PBA when they, they lost one home game, this was an epic place to play basketball because the team Absolutely. actually gave them something to root for. Right. Like, help the crowd out. The crowd can help you if you help them. And and, and I'm, I'm sure that in the, you know in the first early going we up up by ten the crowd was somewhat alive. Let's see what John and let's get a Chris couple calls from people who I'm sure have plenty of thoughts on the state of the basketball program. John, you're up first. You're on early break. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Hi, John. Good morning. How are you? Good. You know, I don't know what a shooter means. I mean, I'm 40 years old and I can go out and 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 shoot the basketball. That doesn't make me a shooter. Mm-hmm. If you can't make a basket, I don't I mean, yeah, you can shoot as many threes as you want. The inability for Fred to go out and even try to find a big man, I mean, Purdue has three. Every and year. Every year. Uh-huh. And, I mean, it's everybody says it's so hard to find them. Look around the country. These teams have big men, and whether you want to use them or not, look at what they can do. They can You can go inside to them. They can get rebounds. They can block shots. I mean, we don't I mean – we don't have a true big guy that can actually help and get rebounds and not put as much pressure on shooting threes. I mean, I can watch about five minutes of each game, and I've had enough. That's how bad it's got. And I'm a Nebraska fan through and through, and it's just it's hard. I mean, if you would just go out and try to find a big man, that might help him. That's all I got, guys. Okay. Thanks, Joe. Before we get to Chris, hold on. We ha- Okay, I want to emphasize something, Jake. It's really easy for us to come on the air after these games and rail on the program because it's a bad program right now. It is bad. It's easy. They're five and seven. What we have to do and what I'm all out to do is learn why this is happening. Now, I'm going to delve into it hard. I have an idea. I know how they recruit. I mean, this is on one guy pretty much. But Fred has to sign off on it. But it's not only that. Where's the disconnect? Like, why, why is the team not a team? Why, why is this happening at Nebraska? Why? I want to know why. And I want to study why. I want to get something out of this, Jake. I mean, how could it have gone like this in year three? What happened? Mm. That's what we have to really look at and try to learn from this. How did this happen at Nebraska? Where you put this roster together that just doesn't even – it doesn't look like it can work at all. Though, How did you err that bad in assessing these guys? Do you ever ask yourself that? I, I do all the time. I, the chemistry is just not good. And, and again, Who's making the assessments? Yes, that's the big question. It's not like Jake. It's not like they plucked these guys out of the, a dark room and said, okay, let's see if this guy fits. Let okay now wait a second. I've don't we know what this guy's numbers are. We have a vague idea of what he is. Let's pluck him out of the dark room and see if he fits. Are we sure it's not how it went? It looks like that a little bit. Like I don't know if you've recruited to a plan here. They assess these guys, I would think, at some level and and try to I think if you're a head coach, you're trying to look to see if guys will fit together, right? That there's some semblance of a plan. But it doesn't really look like it. So why? Was was there some sort of 
internal issue? Who, who, now we know Matt Abdel Masi's in charge of recruiting, but we also know that Fred has to sign off on these decisions. He's got to okay them. It's his team. Right. He's your, you're the head coach. He's the guy who has to work with these guys every single day. Now, you would think Fred would want guys to work with every single day that are put together with a purpose and that there is a true point guard that we can rely on. That there is, and I agree with John entirely on the big man thing. I've been shouting it into the wind for three years. I've heard it. Yeah. You Not need a big man in the Big Ten. And they, they just don't do it. Nebraska they just has a, don't do it. Has, a, has a kid who plays really hard in Derek Walker, but he's 6'8 below the rim. He's a 6'8 below the rim big. Okay? He's not really a big, Chris. So call from Chris. Chris, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Great show. Yeah, if they get 10 wins, that'll be surprising. And and McGowan just isn't a Big Ten player. I mean, he's just not Bryce McGowan. I, you know, and it's just, you know, we, we can't keep getting these guys who are supposedly shooters and great players, and, and then it's like Nebraska's where talent comes to die on, in football and basketball uh, for men's sports. I don't agree with and that. And it's just uh, – and now these guys are paid, so we can't just say they're kids. Now they got to take the heat. They're getting paid, uh, these top guys, more than most of the people that go to the games and more than 95% of the people mm-hmm. listening and watching watching them. So they got to learn to take the heat. they got their own shows and podcasts and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be interesting. That dynamic changes. Yes. They're no longer kids that aren't allowed to – that we got to sit back and say, oh, no, 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 we can't criticize them. When they suck, they got to hear it. Yep. That's the right, real Chris, world. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, that's it's an interesting – Chris, Chris brings up an interesting point. They want to be paid like they're in the real world, right? Okay, well, I tend to agree with Chris on this. It, it was, frankly, easier for me to, to criticize some of the veteran players on Nebraska's football team, that, like Adrian, knowing that he's making maybe more than I am. You know, I mean, that, yeah. that and he's, you know, they're driving – Free vehicles, leased vehicles, beautiful vehicles. It's a little easier, right? You're going to get heat. You deserve heat at that point. Yeah. And McGowan's is making NIL money. Significant. Okay. It is a little easier now. I agree with Chris. We want to treat them like they're in the real world. See, this is this weird concoction we've got going in college athletics where we're mixing amateurism and professionalism. All right. It's a mix. And it's a weird, odd concoction, right? And, I mean, this is what people wanted, all right? Yeah. This kind of this well, college, people did. this college basketball world where the NIL is essentially, in many places, a money laundering scheme. It really is. Um, it, yeah. It, tr- it truly is. Yeah, that. that's it's what it is. is. It's, it's sort of like this, this wink-wink money laundering scheme. And we, we wanted this, but I, I, I Chris... I'm not all in on Chris's take that because these kids now are getting paid, they that they should expect to be hammered. They're still Bryce McGowan's is still, I don't know, Jake is he 18, 19 years old, 18, 19, yeah, whatever yeah. he is. Yeah, that's still pretty young. But you know, he's if he's going to go to the NBA next year, he's NBA rookies are open to criticism. He's not ready for the NBA right now. If I if I'm looking at watching Bryce McGowan's and it, I know he's getting so. he's getting first round grades or there are mm-hmm. projections. I don't I don't see it right well, now. Well, you didn't see that with the kid who went from Nebraska last True. year. True, Del- Banton, Delano yeah, Banton Delano somehow Banton. went in the end of the second round. He's, and he's been pl- he played for the Raptors this he season. Bit, he's been yeah. playing. 
Like, does, does anybody see right now like the reason for a first-round grade well, for Bryce McGowan? The reason it's hard to judge him is because there's not much around him. What if you put him on a Gonzaga? What would that look like? Yeah, but but great players, they you know they find their way. They they make it happen for them. And right, last night, four I for agree four. with that. Zip. I mean, this is this is common though. Four for fourteen is common for him. Yeah. Now against good opponents, when he was playing Tennessee State, and I don't know. Who, I'm sorry. You get you you play who, who, good opponents every night in the NBA when they were playing Southern and Tennessee yeah, State. He was racking there. up numbers. Right. But yeah. In the NBA, it doesn't matter. Well, but he has players around him in the NBA that take some heat off of him. He's getting a lot of attention from defenses right now. So it's a tough. To, he's very good, Jake. He's he, a very to good me. Player. He's not ready for as of as of right now, December twentieth. He is not NBA ready. Well, I think he's one and done. Well, I think he is as well, but I think he's got to prove a lot these next three months to actually believe that he's going to be still seen as a first-round pick. It's going to be really hard because cause, cause the defenses ratchet up now. Now you're getting into pure Big Ten play, right? Well, you got and one what, more game. And what do you notice in the Big Ten? There's a, there, there'll be about nine teams fighting for NCAA spots or, or, and or fighting for higher seeds. And what yeah. I've noticed in the Big Ten is – and Nebraska's at a severe disadvantage usually because they're not really playing for that much of the time, Nebraska. And the other teams are, so they're getting out-competed. And so there's going to be a lot. God only knows what Nebraska's situation is going to look like in late February. But they're going to be playing teams with in good situations that are battling hard, and they're going to want to lock him down. All right? We need a win for – we need a win. There'll be teams that need a win to get in the tournament. There'll be teams that need a win – to position themselves better in a tournament, you see what I'm saying? Yep, Those I teams have. are going to be playing their asses off. What's Nebraska going to be? You're the you're the gimme game. It's terrifying. Yeah, well, that's what it's been the last couple of years for Nebraska. Right. You have been that team every year of the Hoiberg era so far. Fred, the, the team that you just go beat up and, and get your win and move on. Yeah, Fred's got his hands full right now. But I want to know going forward why this happened. How and that's what we have to continue to identify. How did this happen? How much longer can it keep happening? Is the question you got to ask now. It's not a bad question. It's happening, and how much longer can that actually happen right. before it's uh, time to start over again? NFL winners and losers is up next in an early break on the ticket. Save big on select Whirlpool and Maytag appliances at Lowe's. Right now, get deals on top items like the Whirlpool stainless steel kitchen suite and Maytag Pet Pro laundry pair that removes five times more pet hair. Plus, get free delivery when you spend $396 or more. Shop appliances for less in-store or online at Lowe's. Comparing normal cycle with Pet Pro filter and option to cycle using traditional agitator without Pet Pro filter and option. Results will vary based on fabric and type of pet hair. Exclusions apply. See Lowe's.com for details. Offer ends 3-8. 